Welcome to the Insiders Insights Podcast, where we share with you the thoughts of the individuals who are working for projects that are changing the world. Thank you to our sponsor, Credit Coin, the building blocks of trust. For more details, please visit the show notes below. Welcome to Insiders Insight. I have musician and artist Fifi Wrong with me. And today we're going to have a conversation about how NFTs and blockchain are going to change the music industry. But before we begin, Fifi, why don't you give a quick introduction to yourself about your journey in life and about your journey into crypto? Because I think our guests would be really keen to know. Awesome. Awesome. So um, I'm a singer, songwriter and producer. Um for maybe for about a decade, I would say. Um, I was born in China and I came to the UK when I was 16. And uh, music was, uh, I like to say, an impossible dream because I wanted music, but it was just so distant, like a, a, a star that's far away that I just couldn't reach. And uh, growing up in China, there was, you know, I wasn't, I was told that I wasn't, you know, having the look or the talent either. So with music, you need the talent first <laughs> to actually craft that thing. So I just didn't believe that I had anything without, uh, with all this passion in my chest. So it was really torn me apart um, for many, many years. So I struggled from my self-belief on the inside and also the external struggle on the financial side of things. I have to make a living and I have to struggle to get my stay in the UK because I was an overseas student that, you know, the UK didn't want to keep for many, many years. Uh, so my first uh, biggest like uh, mission in life was to stay in this country because I knew if I, if I stayed in um, outside China, away from my uh, conform, conforming, you know, <laughs> conformity, conforming uh, environment, culture, I had a chance to pursue what I wanted to, to see if I have the talent. With music, it took me five years to find out that, okay, Okay, so I am an artist. I'm going to go for it. It's not like now I'm free. I'm going to be an artist. There's a lot of a feedback loop from the external world to show you and then the universe, does it want you to do what you do? So I need that space to explore. Uh, if I was an artist and what I was going to do, I was just following my instinct and calling basically. So I uh, carved out that space for myself. And the first stop was, to stay away from everything, to, to be free. And that answers your question why I'm in London and uh, and why I'm away. Uh, yeah, so after all that, I decided, I sort of like I burned my bridges and cut my retreats, went for music. And luckily, it's been working. <laughs> And I've been happier than ever since because once you stay close to your ambition and your dream, life gets better and better and uh, your environment shows you that. What was your first step in becoming an artist? Because I think that there must be a number of people who are who are like you and... Um like what you've done has been quite remarkable uh just trying to be an artist is difficult but to be a, an artist from a different country is really really hard so how did you manage to do it especially um after you 
graduated and and i think at that time you know the rules for foreign students i don't know what it is now but to stay in the country they were really really difficult there was a lot of stringent rules. extremely hard extremely hard um well i understand the principle of supply and demand if it's hard for me it's hard for everyone else so if i can stay that makes me unique in a unique position and then that you know that unique position can in turn you know it was a hard thing but it will make life easier later on so i saw that and also the freedom thing that i had to do how did i do it with great difficulty because at that time not just because i had to stay had to get the visa my family didn't have money for me like since 22 uh, i have not taken a penny from my family because they were not in the position anymore to support me uh education or anything so even when i did my phd half of my phd i paid myself as well i think i think yeah and then i didn't want to pay anymore i was like you know that was nine thousand pounds a year why am i doing that again <laughs> you know so um and also doing a phd in about music is kind of like uh what if music doesn't work right uh, but no i went for it uh, so i quit i dropped out in my phd uh in london king's college and after i graduated from uh, scotland i did a media management from the Stirling university and did my first degree in uh, manchester university the university of manchester in economics uh, so all of these helped me to you know to pave the way what i'm gonna say now because <laughs> you know i started off from working in a record label small record label as an artist liaison so i helped promoting other artists so today i'm an independent artist and uh, and you know intersecting uh, with the uh, finance in uh, you know in crypto and nft it doesn't scare me it doesn't put me off because you know it's kind of like uh, my forte in understanding this kind of like uh, stuff it's boring but you know it, it doesn't really bore me and i like entrepreneurship what was it like working at a record label i don't think many people know actually <laughs> was it different to what you used what you thought it would be like did you did you like it or so yeah so when i graduated from my um from my master degree uh, i came to london to look for jobs and there was nothing it was credit uh, it was credit crunch it was a cr- economic crisis 2008 they didn't even take any of the local british people in there was no way they can get me in without previous work experience having a chinese passport there's just like no way so it was really hard to find a job and i had just a few months left in my visa because after i graduated i only get like one year or something to look for jobs i think two years but i was nearly the time like i first that's 2007 i think and eight oh no eight 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 not 18 <laughs> it's been too many years um so first i had the music job was the internship it wasn't like a paid or anything because i couldn't find anything else so music was always in my heart i always wanted to work in the music business because i thought i wasn't good enough with music uh, to do music to make music at least i can work around music a lot of people in the music industry have the same thing um they usually you know think they don't have the kind of talent but they have so much passion for music so they will assist other artists and i thought that was my position so today is kind of like a funny because the position changed like you know the people i worked with didn't see that i could become an artist one day but you know here i i am <laughs> <laughs> fuck the haters <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it was um by 
the time I was working in the record label, I still didn't know my layman, uh, do- no, no, Damon, uh, not layman, dormant, <laughs> dormant talent. Like I didn't know that I could make any music at that point. I started late in life. And so there was just so much decision to make, especially for a Chinese woman. I have to give up my motherhood, my, uh, carry the guilt of being the only child and not able to return the, the, the money that and then the investment my parents has given me and uh, my parents were are still not in a good financial pl- uh, financial place that I need to support them so there was so much as a, like you have a Chinese uh, background and culture so you you can understand the only child you really want to um, you know look after your parents but I was uh, having a double-edged sword because if I don't pursue my dream my passion I'm miserable I can't thrive in life but if I did then I betray my family and I can't and I, at the time I didn't even know I had a talent or not so it was a big gamble when you um, were starting at the music industry um, I think this whole influencer culture hadn't begun and just for my guests to understand I've actually been following Fifi on and off since 2014 and 15 and I think that's probably when you started off uh, and the reason being is because I was just I'm um, trying to follow East Asian Southeast Asian origin artists um, being of the same origin myself and uh, Fifi landed on my radar and um, you know I thought your music was really really good so but I digress what I meant was you know, at that time, uh, you obviously came onto my radar because you were marketing yourself. You were marketing yourself. Uh, I was just wondering, did you know that this was going to be become such a big part of the industry? The NFT or no, um, being a uh, being marketing yourself. Oh, marketing yourself. Um, I had no idea. All I had was passion. Like wild horses couldn't hold me back. And then just like a little kind of like an insider tip about musician. So by the time you hear somebody who's got a brand, an image, a sound, a production, right? Producer, being a producer, that took me. Ten years to to craft my you know the, the skills it's not something that you started off and then you're just out there because to find who you are your brand your look your image and then your story and what you stand for is a personal brand that lasts for a lifetime so by the time you found me that was already at least seven years into me making music at wow least. seven years wow it's like that with a lot of people started from like eight or 11 or and or 14 even if you start like 18 or 19 you start late in music that's why they because music is not something it is a calling you just know that you're born if you're an artist you kind of know in your gut when you're gonna let that fly or let that free that's up to you and i let myself my artist tree uh my artist self free uh you know after i graduated and make a huge decision after all that you know guilt and double-edged sword and all that moral struggles and the internal struggles so yeah not an easy journey <laughs> with the rise of social media because i guess during your rise um social media wasn't what it was today it was becoming that but it wasn't that at, uh, at that time did you know that it was going to be such a useful tool and what's your relationship with social media right now do you do you think it's an important part of being a musician i don't like it but um it's kind of like your communication tool uh it depends 
depends on how you use it. You can don't let it use you. You can use it and to your advantage.、Uh, to answer your question earlier, do, did I know it's gonna be such a big part? I mentioned the word freedom very many times already. Freedom is my highest value. Every time I compromise my freedom for potential success and working with other people, I was miserable. I said no to、uh, several several、uh, record contracts, and I got into the management, and that's you know completely really bad for my freedom. And I got really depressed, and I had a, a lot of、uh, you know take, took a big detour. So to answer your question, why does that matter? Because to market yourself to be an independent artist is about being your own boss. It's very hard work, but you build a team around you. You can sleep until two p.m. if you want, but the shit is on you. You have to. Um, it, it, it's a business. It's it's a startup business, and you have to pay the rent. And then there's a huge uh risk factor, and then there's a huge uh a pressure that you have to pay and run and everything, run your business and yourself. So if you don't, if for a person who doesn't have a business mindset, like you are, uh, you are an entrepreneur, artist entrepreneur, but you are just, I just want to do my artist, like somebody. Tell me what to do. When you're lazy, I was once a point of time. I just wanted to do music. I didn't care about the music. You did. This will be backfire on you because very soon you will lose the freedom to create what you want, and then you will find yourself not being able to decide what you're gonna wear, what photos you're gonna put out, what music you're gonna put out, what sound you're gonna have, who you're gonna work with. You lose everything. And then why does people that gets people depressed? Because we struggled all our life to. To make this music, just to go in, <laughs> go into a prison for other people to control, control your de- creative decision. That's depressing. That's the saddest thing, you know. <laughs> so right, so so that gives you the answer why you want to、uh, do your own thing. It's hard, but you get f- total freedom. Moving on to now,、um, the NFTs. You know, I think what really caught my eye、um, and why I wanted to connect with you is because I saw on your Twitter handle you've got. An ENS domain as your name, and that was really surprising to me. I was wondering how did you get into crypto, and how did you get into ETH in particular? How did I get to crypto? Since the pandemic, because my career was going really well, and I had、uh, touring and、uh, you know deals this and that in China and、uh, with the W Records and things like that.、Uh, and then pandemic hit, and so I was at home, and uh, and uh, I you know the love for economics, uh, my. Uh, Where I studied before, came back and was just like listening to a lot of economic stuff and knowing how the impact of a pandemic is gonna really affect the current monetary system. As you already know, we are in a complete different cycle right now. Right in the crypto cycle,、uh, is different from the four-year cycle like before. And, and there's、uh, unprecedented number of people getting into crypto, and it's for a reason. It's because of pandemic, people losing faith in certain things, and you know they they get. Getting into the new cl-、uh, asset class, and then once I get into crypto,、uh, the next thing you will hear is、uh, NFT because I do art, and、uh, you will learn about NFT. But I didn't get into the NFT community until about four months ago, and since then that really sucked me in. Before I was just like on the outside, understanding the principle and 
knowledge, but wasn't interested to get inside and do my own stuff because the entry to barrier is still very high. You need a community and the support around to to give you that uh, surround sound in crypto and NFT because there's a full of jargons, full of like a paradigm shifts. So you kind of like need a community, a friend support group around to do this thing. And right now I'm having a Web3 career uh, going to, going to, right? So my going going forward, I, I'm using Web2 web career to fill the gaps of Web3 rather than the other way around. Yeah, which I did in the past few months. What is it that drew you to NFTs and how do you envision yourself using NFTs in your career? I think I already answered the question, how, what uh, got me into, oh, as in like what's special about NFT? Well, like, NFT... What, what exactly are you, um, are you making an album? Are you putting your album as an NFT? Is that something that you're interested in doing? Um, I collaborated with uh, uh, Crypto.com, it's an NFT platform, and it was an instant sold out. That was two weeks ago. And um, like it sold out within five minutes or something. Was that a JPEG? And then that was... Or was it a... No, that was an audiovisual thing. Uh-huh. So with my music and with uh, visual from Yijing, is my Yijing, you know, like, like my live uh, music brand, uh, called Yijing. And then that's the first Genesis uh, NFT job. It's got three collectibles. Right now it's on the secondary market. And and I have my recent album, double album, one, um, about eight songs. I think seven, eight songs are minted as NFTs in a secret location, which will be published size like uh, very soon. Uh, so far, that is just for my crowdfunding pledges to claim their free NFT, free plus gas. Uh, so that's that. And I'm having meetings with uh, all the other network. You have Solana, you have Wax, you have all the other things. And uh, with ETH, um, I had my Genesis uh, art uh, on foundation. That's ETH from last year, March. And uh, my Genesis music was sold as well. And that was also around that time, um, quite a few, like six months ago. And then there was some music on OpenSea. And uh, right now, today, I have a job. Uh, it's on known origin in collaboration. It's my music and the art, like animation. And it's got 70, um, no, 27 editions. It's a step cell starting from uh, 0.03 and it goes up to 0.3. Right? Wow, Different so you've editions. really so embraced it. Well. I mean, you're a digital artist now. <laughs> I, I, I did that first. I actually collaborated with at least like a five, six, seven uh, visual artists. And uh, my uh, if you know about music uh, NFT and art NFT, music NFT comes after art NFT. So it's a bra- no-brainer to collaborate with artists, NFT artists, like a visual artist first. Uh, so yeah, so that's what I'm doing. And there are several, oh, and also Mint songs on Polygon. I've got a drop with them uh, last year. And now it's still selling. Like most of it is gone, but uh, it's still selling. Um, I On my website, I've got uh, fifiround.com forward slash NFT. And I have the, my main NFT there. So when you ask if I'm going to embrace, I've already been doing this for very, for quite a while. Like, And um, I'm having a very big uh, kind of like a plan this year for the next 14 months in NFT music and art. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that I'm really fascinated about is how crypto will change the landscape of music um, in different in, in ways that are were previously un, you know unseen. So two of the ways that I can envision NFTs basically changing the landscape and I know people are working on these solutions is firstly 
money nfts um of your music so that they can be used as samples so whenever the they release a song you still get paid a kickback because it's all on chain that's the first thing and the second thing yeah, is yeah. um using nfts as tickets to your concerts so um if yeah. somebody wants to sell those tickets on mm. you can get mm. still a small proportion of that um sale are those things that you've been exploring for your personal brand oh yeah yeah uh yes because in uh the nft music space uh, i'm one of the kind of the, the connectors and uh, educators onboarding other people so i'm quite experienced in explaining the benefits of that and of course um what you just explained uh what you just mentioned those are the very very good points uh you have there's because it's on chain so no one can take it off you have true freedom you have the own Ownership in Web3, ownership is the key word to why it's better and superior than Web2 because you own the relationship between you and your supporter. The hierarchy, instead of like having a very far away star like on the pedestal with a collector and uh, a creator-collector relationship is much more flattened and real and it's a great culture over here. And with the royalty system, you own your own key, you own your own bank. That ownership is very uh, uh, permanent in uh, I mean in in the whole like uh, this culture uh, the technology uh, on the blockchain so then you can always in perpetuity uh, perpetuity uh, in receive a uh, royalty that you decide and I'm already benefiting from the crypto.com job because um, instantly 10 minutes later I already have the secondary sell so this is for real and also everything on chain no big brother can shut you down and you uh, is for your children's children's children if you have children uh, otherwise you know your legacy can go on forever until the end of this civilization I would say until like some uh, you know the, the, the sun dies or something you know <laughs> and then the, the, the yeah asteroid kind of like uh, explosion <laughs> or some kind of situation until the blockchain doesn't exist anymore and then there's um, so the whole decentralized world and it's a very very different world and then the other side you're talking about is the utility uh, when you say you can use your nft as a gate to a vault to a vip access and then to a vip concerts and then to say this kind of meeting and uh, or write a song with me uh, you can use all your kind of your all your imagination to use nft as the gate to that if you want a gate if you don't want a gate that's fine and with nft you have so many different kinds of nft there's a fine art nft at a very high price one out of one only one in the whole world right and you have different uh, multiple editions that's for the collectors the average show collector like myself right i collect a lot of things that's like a hundred to five hundred dollars i can't afford something that's like buy something that's like four thousand or eight thousand dollars but i can collect something that's a few hundred so that's kind of like uh, and then you can have free nfts which i offer on my website free um posters because that's on polygon so it's gas free so i already like had 300 something out uh, posters out you can claim some as well i have a po app uh, po app if you come to my event i uh, give you a free nft po app right proof of attendance um so there's so many utilities in nft it's just uh in half an hour we're not gonna cover everything but i would drive people to direct people to my website because uh my uh, fifiron.com forward slash nft is a beginner's guide so why nft what is nft what is blockchain 
blockchain in very layman's terms. Uh, I explained to you, I quoted like a Mintable. I have a, a meeting with a space with Mintable in a few hours. Uh, it's like a public space for education as well. So we educate a lot for people to come in and, and to onboard people. And that's a part of my mission as well to onboard as many artists. I hope hopefully like a millions, you know, other artists to give them a chance to make a living out of their passion. Perfect. Before I let you go, if you have just got two more questions. The first question is, yeah. apart from everything that you've mentioned about how crypto is changing the music industry and the life of being a musician, what's the next thing you think we're going to see disrupted? to make musicians' lives more interesting or uh, easier to make a living from this career? Well, everything. The current music system is gonna uh, crumble quite a bit. Um, the, the rise for musician would be the entrepreneurial artist that will go to uh, go to the, you know, go to the top of the... <laughs> will flow on top. And the people, the traditional industry signed artists who signed most of their life away is gonna be a little bit of a trouble. I mean, I'm not saying trouble as in because we have to t look at the numbers because the people who are getting the lion's share, they are the not point not not one percent. There's like uh, about like 10,000 something artists who are just about making a living out of 8 million artists. So we're talking about most people are not making it work. There's a few of us in NFT already making it work for us, making a great living. But the current music industry is not working. The system is just not working so going forward the people who will rise are the people who are independent who own all their stuff and who are not lazy to go into the business side because you are your personal brand you are your own business and startup you need to start think about yourself as a business it's not a dirty word and the people who are great musicians but don't want to do anything then you might be okay teaching other people music be a music teacher or you could be working with a music label in some way but they will profit off you uh, mostly and then you can like also work with agencies who do everything for you and for a share but there's no security going forward in the future world ownership is the main thing you need to know what you're doing you can have leverage to have people and teach you how to do things um sorry teach you and help you do things but if you don't have the control i'm the boss i'm the decision maker you don't have that spirit very dangerous you might might get lucky for like you know for for a couple of years but for the long run um, just need to learn the technology uh, learn about business and learn about um, uh, about marketing building your own brand and all and always uh, come to uh, the beginning point is make sure the craft of the music of the art is uh, is up to standard because in this call I didn't show you I didn't tell you that it took me 12 years to stay behind the door uh, to craft my art right and then I'm a, a, a business person but you can't be a business person without art that's just that besides you know that's just missing the point and my recent um, double album took me five years in my studio to craft this album to record myself produce and the mixing uh, with my mixer and a master engineer back and forth for two uh, one a year and a half nearly two years that's what it takes to, to, to make the art that I like uh, it doesn't happen to everyone 
everybody. But、uh, yeah, you need the art first, and then think about business. So that's kind of like the field where the future stands is independence yeah, and ownership. Last question: Apart from、yeah. music and NFTs, what do you think is going to be the next big wave in the crypto space from a purely、uh, just a crypto enthusiast and not as a musician's perspective? I, I would say DAO. DAO.、Uh, yeah. Can you elaborate? Yeah, the, oh,、uh, the DAO is a decentralized、uh, autonomous、uh, organization, as in because the ownership is a thing that you have、uh, my NFT to a certain level, and you own a part of this community, right? So the you the so you use NFT to structure the whole organization to be more flattened and a free organization where people own a piece of that, and uh, so um, uh, so it's a decentralized network, and then that your fan base becomes like that as well, and a lot of organizations or music organizations becomes like that. Timberland's got、uh, you know a very DAO like, but I can't really say what exactly it is.、Um, so basically, people on your、uh, label they in a collaborative kind of like a situation, and、uh, they own the NFT, so they own the access, and everybody's very kind of like you know comrades and that kind of,、uh, that kind of is like a very independent. So the best way to talk about it is is between democracy and uh, uh, communism. <laughs> so you're fair, you share, you share your resources,、um, but democratic, as in that you everybody get, gets the freedom to say your piece. There's no big boss, so your fan base becomes like quite much like that. So everybody gets to vote, gets to do whatever. So DAO is a really really big thing that extends from the utility of using an NFT to grow your fan base.、Um, but that's in the Web three though. Like in the biggest world right now, the next stage is that we as Web three people need to onboard millions of them. Now that's the next stage, but that could just take five years. So just be patient. You know. What's really funny? It's that you're like、yeah. the fifth guest who has said that DAOs are going to change the world, and not only that, but your analogy about democracy and communism—it's you know—I want to change that because I feel like, in fact, maybe the purest form of democracy, which is a DAO, becomes、yeah. gives you communist features just like by chance. If that kind of makes sense, like you give everyone these freedoms,、mm-hmm. and then they actually work like a communist unit, but of their own choice rather than being forced to do something they don't want to. Do. Yeah, for Americans, I think a common maybe American culture or even in the Western culture in general, communist is kind of like an idealistic word, a very dirty word. Because people, when you talk about communism, you think about China in the sixties and fifties, right?、Um, but actually,、uh, because、um, from the original Karl Marx、uh, ideal of the com- communist、uh, communism features, for me, I. Personally, because I'm a very spiritual person, like I'm,、uh, like my my ultimate goal is for unity conscious, of course, like or being somebody who can push people、uh, towards that a little bit, right? That's my spiritual kind of like ambition and a goal.、Um, so what Karl Marx is saying is very utopian sort of society where people have no ego and everybody is Jesus Christ, right? So he's describing that kind of society where everybody can share with. No selfishness or whatever. Share the resources. It's laughable when you're looking at the current society because the current society, free capital, ma-、uh, free market capitalist is the best.、Uh, cap- free market capitalism is the best we have right now.、Um, but what Karl Marx is saying is a fundamental change in the human character. It, it, the, the deep down in the soul change, you can actually achieve that. 
So Web3 and with the NFT and all these blockchain tools is definitely the next step of the evolution of the, you know, uh, of human uh, civilization. So that would take the whole thing closer to communism ideal because the share, the fairness and the everything, right? So that's why just to connect to what you were saying, it makes total sense. It just don't, people will have misunderstanding of that communism word, the word communism. But if you really look at the text of what communism ideal is, then there is a certain trace, like you said, that gets, uh, Web Web 3 will get it closer to that ideal. But at the same time, you have total freedom. It's not like a communism gone wrong. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, when it gone wrong, you have like the one party state and all that kind of stuff. But we're talking about everybody love another person like how they love themselves. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, everyone agrees. But that's the ideal situation. Before we finish off, would you like to shout out any socials and promote anything uh, any you know new events that you're hosting? Uh, sure. Today I have a lot already and it's not going to be out. So just follow me, I guess, at Fifi Wrong, F-I-F-I Wrong, uh, without the W. That's on Twitter and Instagram? Uh, Twitter and Instagram, Facebook and all that. Like, uh, yeah, Facebook is uh, Fifi Wrong Music. Uh, yeah, Fifi Wrong Music. But I don't use Facebook that much anymore. Uh, Facebook is a very powerful tool as far as uh, <laughs> Web2 is concerned. But there's a certain problem problem to it um so yeah so definitely just follow me on twitter and i hope i'll do some tiktok um going forward in this year coming oh perfect thank you so much fifi uh it's been a pleasure thank you so much uh definitely i i would like to do a part two if you would like me to because there's so much to talk about in web3 and then the whole culture shift uh the whole paradigm shift of the technology and also uh the culture because when you shift the economy you shift society uh, you know, structure, and then you shift the people's character, you shift people's beliefs. So economy, I, I personally believed is the fundamental thing when the finance, like, uh, you know, that technology uh, changes, you know, that changes the economy and it changes everything else. It's like a ripple effect. And the next time I'll, uh, I'll probably let you know about how, why the NFT community is so loving and it's so friendly. We have a completely different vibe to the competitive Web2 uh, kind of vibe. There's a reason for that. And then and the tip, uh, the hint is that is because of the intrinsic uh, characteristics of the blockchain technology that stems from, yeah. It sounds ex- extremely fascinating. Well, thank you so much again and uh, we'll see you all next episode. Bye guys. Awesome. Bye. Thank you. The Insider's Insight podcast is meant for informational purposes only and should not be considered as financial or investment advice. Nothing expressed in this podcast should be construed as a solicitation, recommendation, endorsement, or offer to buy or sell any financial products. Information expressed by the host or guest of this podcast does not necessarily reflect any views of our sponsors.